Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk because I've got a topic that I want to start to talk about, and then we're going to uh, talk about it some more next week, and that is the subject of Black History Month. Black History Month. I want to commemorate that. If you have comments or thoughts, please call in to 929-477-2896. Again, you can call in at 929 Four seven seven two eight nine six to give your questions or comments or nice thoughts about um, Black History Month. <clears throat> we have got crazy weather here in Virginia, so <laughs> kids are out of school because of the weather. We've got ice and sleet and snow and everything, <laughs> you know. Well, we don't have, thank God is a blizzard. So that's happiness. <clears throat> I don't know if it'll snow anymore, but we will find out. We will find out. <clears throat> Ooh, 
excuse me. And I want to say happy birthday to all the February birthday babies. It is a great thing to be a February birthday baby. I am myself, and I had a lovely, lovely birthday party on Sunday. It was really, really nice at a restaurant, and I did beautiful decorations, if I have to say so myself. And I guess I do. Anyway, I'm doing this through my speakerphone, and I hope it will still come through clearly. But I think it's very important to speak to the topic of Black History Month. And I will start this time with a description, and then I want to read a poem for you as we uh, conclude. And uh, next week we'll do some more celebration of Black History Month. Did you know that Black History Month is an annual observance? Did you know that? It is an observance, an annual observance in the U.S., but not only in the United States. I learned something. Canada, Ireland, the Netherlands, and United Kingdom. Isn't that interesting? It actually began as a way for remembering important people and events in the history of the African diaspora. I'm actually reading this from Wikipedia. Um, It's celebrated in the United States and Canada in February and in the United Kingdom. Now, the Netherlands and the Republic of Ireland actually celebrated in October. And that's really what matters. is that, uh, hey, it's being celebrated all over the world. I did not know that. So I learned something in doing this research. Well, let me tell you some things about it. The precursor to Black History Month was actually created in 1926. 1926, when historian Carter G. Woodson and the Association for the study of Negro life and history, announced the second week of February to be Negro History Week. This week was chosen because it coincided with the birthday of Abraham Lincoln on February 12th and of Frederick Douglass on February 14th, both of which dates that dates black communities, both dates, both of which dates black communities have celebrated together since the late 19th century. Initially, the emphasis was on encouraging the coordinated teaching of of American blacks in the nation's public schools. Very lofty goal for that time. Now, the first Negro History Week was met with a lukewarm response, gaining the cooperation of the Department of Education of the states of, here we go, North Carolina, good for you, Delaware, and West Virginia, excuse me, as well as the city school administrations of Baltimore and Washington, D.C. But Carter G. Woodson still saw it as, quote, one of the most fortunate steps ever taken by the association and plans for a repeat of the event on an annual basis. They started planning for that. At the time, 
of Negro History Week's launch, Woodson contended that the teaching of black history was essential to ensure the physical and intellectual survival of the race with broader society. Now listen to this quote <laughs> without my bronchitis, <laughs> but anyway. If a race has no history, it has no worthwhile tradition. It becomes a negligible factor in the thought of the world. This is Carter G. Woodson. It stands in danger of being exterminated. The American Indian, this is Carter G. Woodson, left no continuous record. He did not appreciate the value of tradition, and where is he today? Carter G. Woodson. The Hebrew keenly appreciated the value of tradition, and as it is attested to by the Bible itself, in spite of worldwide persecution, therefore he is a great factor in our civilization. That was Carter G. Woodson. By 1929, the Journal of Negro History was able to note that with only two exceptions, officials with the State Department of Education of every state with considerable Negro population, that's a quote, had made the event known to the state, known to that state's teachers and distributed known to the state's teachers and also distributed official literature associated with the event. Churches also played a significant role in the distribution of literature in association with Negro History Week during this initial interview interval with the mainstream and black press aiding in the publicity effort. Isn't that great? All that, 1929. I want to remind you that you're listening to Inspire Radio with your host, Roberta of Roberta Inspires Omni Media. And I am talking today about black history. I'm sharing some information about black history, and we'll be continuing this discussion next week. It's really exciting to share this information. It really means a lot to have uh, the month of February. It's Black History Month, and I think it's gotten forgotten. I think overall it's gotten people have forgot about it and celebrate a lot of stuff like President's Day weekend because they get a long weekend um, and they can go shopping at the special sales. They celebrate Valentine's Day, but I think they've forgotten Black History Month, so I'm going to remind people of it. Negro History Week was met with enthusiastic response. It prompted the creation of black history clubs, an increase in interest among teachers and interest from progressive whites. Negro History Week grew in popularity throughout the following decades, with mayors across the United States endorsing it as a holiday. On February 21st, 2016, 106-year-old resident, Washington, D.C. resident and school volunteer Virginia McLaurin visited the White House as a part of Black History Month. When, the president, when asked by the president why she was there, McLaurin said, quote, a black president, a black wife, and I'm here to celebrate black history that's what I'm here for. Queen <laughs> quote. Okay. That's really some spicy, spunky old lady there. <laughs> oh, boy. Black History Month was first proposed 
by black educators. I remember Black History Week. I remember that, you know, for some reason. I really do remember that. Um, and, and I kind of remember when we got the whole month as opposed to just the, the week. Black History Month was proposed by black educators and the Black United Students at Kent State University in February 1969. The first celebration of Black History Month took place at Kent one year later from January 2nd, my grandfather's birthday, 1970 to February 28th, 1970. Six years later, black history was being celebrated all across the country in educational institutions, centers of black culture, and community centers, both great and small. When President Gerald Ford recognized Black History Month uh, during the celebration of the United States Bicentennial, he urged Americans to, quote, seize the opportunity to honor the too often neglected accomplishments of black Americans in every area of endeavor throughout our history, end quote. Great. Now, black history in the United Kingdom was first celebrated in 1987 and was organized by the leadership of Ghanaian, somebody from Ghana, let me say it right, analyst Akyaba Adi Siebel, who served as a coordinator of special projects for the Greater London <coughs> Council and created, oops, there we go, wait a minute, let me get back, created a collaboration. And so there you have um, the English celebrating, you know, the British celebrating Black History Month. And like I said, I did not know that. I found that out this morning. So <laughs> it's really, really interesting. It was first celebrated in London. He created a collaboration to get it underway. This uh, Guyanian analyst, Akyaba Adi Adai, Sibo, and then in Canada in 1995, after a motion by politician Jean Augustine representing the writing of Etoll B. Coke Lakeshore in Ontario, Canada's House of Commons, officially recognized February as Black History Month and honored Black Canadians. In 2008, Senator Donald Oliver moved to have the Senate in Canada officially recognize Black History Month, which was unanimously approved. That is great. Now, let's talk about the Republic of Ireland. I've got some Irish in me, so it's always interesting. Uh, in 2004, the Republic of Ireland became the only fourth country in the world to officially celebrate uh, Black History Month. Only the fourth country in the world, I'm sorry to officially celebrate Black History Month. Ireland's Great Hunger Institute notes, quote, Black History Month Ireland was initiated in Cork in 2010. This location seems particularly appropriate as in the, as in the 19th century, the city was a leading center of abolition and the male and female anti-slavery societies welcomed a number of black abolitionists there um, to lecture there, including Charles Lennox Raymond, 
and Frederick Douglass. Wow, isn't that great? Now, it's not that Black History Month has not met uh, its criticisms. It has. Some people don't understand why we need a whole separate month. But regardless of what they think, the truth is that the African-American history is something that was not taught initially, uh, nor always recognized. And African blacks, African Americans, have made tremendous contribution, tremendous contribution um, to this country in labor, in inventions, in um, just all over music. So many ways that we have contributed to this country that it is appropriate, in my view, and fortunately the view of others, that we do commemorate. There are other months, various other months for other people, and um, it's really great, you know, that they can celebrate. But this is the month for black history. Uh, It is a part of American history, and one of the criticisms has been, why don't we just put it in, to American history and go with that. Well, because it gets faded. It gets faded. It gets lost. It gets lost in the shuffle. And it does not always get its full um, presentation. Uh, I've <laughs> listening to young people now. It's really uh, interesting to hear them talk about black history or ask questions. (laughs) I remember one of my little cousins, when she was younger, she watched the the movie The Butler, and she asked asked her grandma, my aunt, did this really happen? You know, because for them, it is so far-fetched that it could ever have been like it is, like it was and is sometimes, um, that they just can't believe this actually really happened. But it all really happened. It really happened. Um, let me tell you a little bit more about the man that started the Black History Week, Negro History Week. Um, that is, again, Dr. And let me expand more. Dr. Carter G. Whitson. He was born to parents who were former slaves. Isn't that something? He spent his childhood working in the Kentucky coal mines and enrolled in high school at age 20. He graduated within two years and later went on to earn a Ph.D. from none other than Harvard. I want you to know that because this wasn't just some person just, you know, out of nowhere. This is Dr. Carter G. Wilson. Again, I've learned some things. Um, And he earned his Ph.D. from Harvard. I love it that he enrolled in high school at 20. Wow. But he finished it within two years. He was disturbed to find in his studies that history books largely ignored the black American population and when black people did figure into the picture, it was generally in ways that reflected inferior social position, the inferior social position to which they were assigned at the time. So he took it upon himself actually to 
<clears throat> to form these organizations, which was the Association for the Study of Negro Life and History I mentioned earlier. Now it's called the Association for the Study of Afro-American Life and History. Um, he founded the Journal of Negro History. Man, the man is, was brilliant. He absolutely was just brilliant, a scholar. And that's one of the things I wanted to really point out to people, that he um, he was a scholar. Again, not just some, he wasn't just an activist. He was a scholar, Dr. Carter G. Woodson of Harvard University. Um, I talked about the birthday, you know, what, things like that. Um, uh, February, it's mentioned in this source that February has much more than Douglas and Lincoln to show for its significance in black American history. And let me just share some of the things that happened in February. February 23rd, wait, I lost my little page here. Okay, stop it. February 23rd, 1868. W.E.B. Du Bois, Du Bois, important civil rights leader and co-founder of the NAACP, was born. How about that? Um, February 3rd, 1870, the 15th Amendment was passed, granting blacks the right to vote. February 25th, 1870, the first U.S. first black U.S. Senator Hiram R. Revels. The oath of office. Eight from he was from 1822 to 1901. Uh, let's see, February 12, 1909, the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, which is what we were called at one point, NAACP for short, was founded by a group of concerned blacks and white citizens in New York City. February 1st, 1960, <laughs> in what would become a civil rights movement milestone, a group of black Greensboro, North Carolina college students began a sit-in at a segregated Woolworth lunch counter. Listen to that. February 21st, 1965, Malcolm X who promoted black nationalism, was shot to death by three black Muslims. Let's see what else we can talk about. Um, We know that Africans, or we may not have known, but Africans arrived, African slaves in this country in Virginia in 1619. And I do want to give this commentary We've had so much going on in January, February, with our governor, accusations against our lieutenant governor, who is the um, descendant of slaves, and also the attorney general. In an interview, our governor, North uh, Northam, said the following. It is in a video. He said, we're celebrating the 400th year of indentured servants 
African indentured servants coming to Virginia. I'm only laughing because it's absolutely laughable to call slaves indentured servants. And Gail King, who was interviewing him, quickly said, they're also called slaves. They were not indentured servants. These were slaves. Okay, so just uh, very offensive to say that. The irony is he was also, you know, they were talking to him and, and putting articles out because he was allegedly involved in blackface and the KKK picture on his page in his medical school yearbook. And you can go to the press to see all the stories and the, the taking responsibility, then denying it, and so on down the line. But anyhow, <laughs> anyhow, um, a few other little pointers in black history. Um, Phyllis Wheatley, I remember learning about her in elementary school. In 17, or in school, 1773, Whitley's book, Poems on Various Subjects, Religious and Moral, is published, making her the first African-American to do so. Isn't that something? Then we have in 1793, Eli Whitney's invention of the cotton gin greatly increases the demand for slave labor. Um, let's see what else. 1793, you might see something like posters advertising a $100 reward for runaway slaves. And this was from 1860. It was the Fugitive Slave Law. For, it provided for the return of slaves who had escaped and crossed state lines. Isn't that awful? Awful, awful, awful. And then people ask why we would need a Black History Month. Um, just unbelievable, but happened. it happened. All of this happened. Um, thank God for abolitionists who helped. Thank God for people like Harriet Tubman who helped. In 1800, Gabriel Prosser, an enslaved African-American blacksmith, organizes a slave revolt intending to march on to Richmond, Virginia, which was the capital of the conspiracy, and so much slave trade was done there. It's incredible, as I've learned. The conspiracy is uncovered, and Prosser and a number of the rebels were hanged. Virginia slave laws are consequently tightened. 1808, Congress finally, I'm in the finally, Bans the importation of slaves from Africa. Didn't mean they just didn't go somewhere else to get them. <laughs> but hey, mm-mm-mm. oh boy. In 1822, Denmark Bessie, an enslaved African American carpenter who had purchased his freedom, plans a slave revolt with the intent to lay siege on Charleston, South Carolina. The plot is discovered. And VC and 34 co-conspirators were hanged. So people were trying to get free. They were trying to get free. Oh boy, really, really tragic and sad and traumatic. And people don't understand 
or don't recognize that that trauma has carried on through generations. It's not something you just get over. So I invite you to celebrate what remains of Black History Month, to be a part, read stories to your children, read poetry, share music, um, let them do community service in places where they can commemorate black history. Let's spread the word, Black History Month, February 2019. I want to say God bless you, and I'll be back next week, and we'll talk more about Black History Month as this month concludes. God bless you. Have a really good day and week. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.